Hello everyone, it's your host Udaya Man and back again with another episode of Unreal. So today we have a very special episode as we have found our first unpredictable, new, valiant, efficient, illuminating leader Tamanna Aji as our first guest of this wonderful show Unveil. So today I and Tamanna will be talking about the judiciary system of India. So without further delay, let's get started. Our Indian judicial system, a part of the world's largest democracy, is very old to follow. Starting from the monarchical rule to the British era and finally to the modern system of independent India, our judicial system has always tried to seek justice for the innocent and punishment of the guilty. However, our judiciary system is far from being perfect as there are a lot of issues we face which we currently don't have answers to or haven't taken up action against it. When we compare it with the foreign countries, I can safely say that our judicial system is nowhere near as good as theirs. So today, me and Tamanna will be discussing about why is it like that? How can we improve the situation? And we'll do a full comparative study of the judicial systems of the foreign countries with ours. So let's get started. So Tamanna. Let's start by asking you your opinions of the judicial system in India. Do you find it as effective, needs improvising, or just not that good? Well, if I can describe our judicial system in just one word, I would say it's vast. It's very well detailed. There are laws, bylaws, acts for even the most minute details. Detail that we will miss out or think it's insignificant, even those things have been taken into consideration. So we can definitely say a lot of thought has gone into it before the system was even created because it's that vast. But if we talk about its efficiency or how it's functioning, then we can definitely say that it needs a lot of improvement. Our system follows the guidelines of even if a thousand criminals go free, even one innocent person should not be punished. So because of this, it's a very long and vast process. So obviously its efficiency will come down. Due to which people are always unsatisfied with what we get from it. And that's common. We cannot blame either sides for it. It's just how things are. Exactly, Tamanna. The thing is, dissecting our judicial system is not at all easy because there are a lot of considerations and rules that have to be maintained while designing it. India is a vast country with people from diverse cultures and backgrounds. So while maintaining all their rights, our legal system has to provide justice for everyone. We can find many reasons to sympathize, but what we need is a good system where the operations are carried out with efficiency. And Tamana, the biggest issue we face in our judicial system has always been the prolonging of cases to a point that it becomes just irrelevant. How do you see this? We approach a court or we file a case because we feel we've been wronged. We feel that whoever committed the crime should be punished or whatever the punishment may be, we feel that it should happen. This is why we approach a court or we approach our judicial system. But when we do so, what we receive is just a long list of procedures that can go on for days, weeks, months, sometimes even years. There are many cases which have never even been solved. They're marked as cold cases. They're just not moved forward. We've all heard of very famous cases which made headlines, but till now there has been no word. It's been going on for decades. And I'm sure it will go on for even more decades. Even censorship, that case does not have a verdict. That's just how it is. 
but to be honest it's very unfair and it's wrong as well i mean it reaches up to an extent where people just find it hard to continue with it going to court each day fighting this case becomes a bigger burden than what happened when we faced that crime is why many people are hesitant to even face uh, what do you say or go to a court we feel like there's no point in going because what happens you go you file a case then it's just procedures after proceedings and arguments after arguments finally even if a verdict is passed somehow it's possible it's against us so we feel there's no point so because of this even such a well structured system was created it's not helpful to the citizens if people are going to approach it because of these issues it has to be rectified before no one approaches court so because everyone just feels that like there's no point in going to a court because of this prolonging of these cases it's unfair actually yeah and another thing is that when we compare our legal system with countries like denmark whose judicial system is arguably the best in the world with how fast they operate and most of the cases there gets closed within 6 months which is just amazing on their part we tend to forget that in india human consideration is given a lot of importance whether they are guilty or not which in a sense is good but then this is one of the main reasons why our legal procedures are not carried out efficiently and one more reason is that the diversity of the both countries are completely different india is a much larger country with a humongous population so the comparison can never be accurate and it is the same case for almost all the countries not a lot of countries have that much diverse population such as india so tamanna do you feel that comparisons made between our system with the foreign judicial system is justified what is your stand on this well i would definitely say that we cannot say that these comparison studies are justifiable because countries differ from each other on various situations like you said population culture everything is different so because of the proceedings that we may face are also different the reason why the indian judicial system is so vast is because of the fact that its culture is so diversified i mean laws are differentiated based on caste religion and all that so because of that the proceedings are also different the court will never want the people to think that their decision is what do you say it's based on a person's caste or religion or money or whatever it may be so because of all that they've gone into even the most minute details that we may ignore so due to all these situations that we face their hindrances to us actually and other countries don't have us many european countries or let's say western countries don't have any of these issues so because of this their judicial system is much more simpler and their proceedings are also easier so cases may get wrapped up in 6 months while over here even after 6 years a verdict may not have been passed we cannot say that the study is justifiable but we can say that the indian judicial system is perfect it has a lot of mis- uh, mistakes we could say a lot of shortcomings which have to be rectified yes i would always say that the comparisons may not be accurate but the criticisms are justified Indian judicial system needs to have a big re- revamp and we have to find solutions against such issues. Apart from this, another social evil that is present in all the fields is having a major impact on the judicial side as well. That is corruption. When talking about corruption, well there is not much we can talk about it because we can make rules, policies, whatever we want, but if the judicial side itself is corrupted, then there is not much we can do. Isn't it Tamanna? definitely i mean i think one of the major issues of our system is corruption not just judicial system all over our government because we we even studied that master and money always have an upper hand over anything no matter what your intentions may be whether good or bad who it affects if you have a lot of money or if you're influential then that's it all discussions come to an end there 
you win the argument everyone knows that it's one of the reasons why people don't have much trust in our government they feel like if you have money then obviously that everything is with their side whether it be be a court or the government whatever it is it's always favorable for them we don't have much of a stand over here and because we have one thought it's the root cause of many of our problems so if corruption is actually removed from our systems and i'm sure that the let's say 70% of problems end right there the only way we can decrease corruption is by, is by creating vigilance awareness programs against corruption but how effective that can be is not in our control because we as humans need to change for eradicating corruption now let's talk about the pending cases in india it's over 60000 cases and that itself explains it i don't thankfully i don't have to use such complicated words to describe that uh, it needs to change i recently read in an article somewhere that even if all the current lawyers in india work 24/7 then still there will be cases left it is a calculated assumption so i don't know how true that is but if that's the case then we definitely need to have more lawyers in this country asap no you're definitely right because even i have read somewhere that according to the current situation of our country at least one crore more lawyers are needed to finish off all the pending cases so as they finish it off more will obviously be filed as well it's like a never ending cycle the more you hire the more is given to you you can say that not only our system is uh, what do you say it's wrong or it's not efficient enough but we need more staff on as well lawyers judges we need more of it all if it has to be at least 50% more efficient than how it is now yes and ironically we both are going to study for law okay and i think the judge population ratio in our country is 10.5 to 11 judges per million in our country for a country as big as us it should be ideally around 50 to 55 per million so either law as a profession needs to be encouraged among the students or there should be more investment in the judicial system so it's technologically more developed now only 0.2% of the gdp is going towards the judicial system then another issue that is still prevailing is the division between the rich and poor as we have previously discussed it is still present in all the fields and all the countries So Tamanna what is your say on this and how do you think we can overcome this problem if we can that is Well I would actually say that the division between rich and poor it's obviously a problem that we've been facing for decades even in the olden times it was there and even today in the 21st century it's still there so even as time has gone on this problem has not changed obviously it's lessened but we cannot never really eradicate it because obviously what a person earns what he saves what he has always differs from person to person so because of this that division is always there it's like we discussed earlier corruption is actually based on this problem it's because there are the ultra rich and then there are the very poor so when an argument or a case arises between them then everyone knows the world is going to who the world is going to favor so it's not much of it doesn't take it's not rocket science we can easily figure it out and uh, the solution to this problem unfortunately is bigger than rocket science cuz till now nobody knows how to eradicate it no, no matter whether we are educated whether we are employed it's not based on any of that it's just that whether you have money or not if you have money then the entire world is with you if you are poor then you are alone and that's one of the major issues that we are facing nowadays even though we are not directly faced by any of this even we see what's happening around us and that itself is sometimes heartbreaking you could say 
So for those who face it, it's even worse. They face the burnt of all the problems that they have. So I feel that it's unfair. And if you ask about its eradication, then even today, no one has a solution for it. Obviously, government tries schemes. They try to employ people. They try to educate them for their future. But all of this can only help up to some extent. I guess most of it, it's in our hands. And it just depends on our luck as well, I guess. We can't really eradicate its problems. It keeps on fluctuating, I could say. That is true. It has been going on for centuries now. Yes, the division between rich and poor is present everywhere. However, this is related to corruption as well, as you said before. I feel that if the decisions made are equally acceptable by both the parties, then it's not much of an issue. The thing is, the thing is it's easy to criticize from the outside. I personally feel that as citizens of India, it is partially our responsibility too, and that we, the youth, has to come up with different ideas and solutions to tackle these issues. And that is one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. I wanted this to be a platform for young minds from around the world to come forward and express their ideas and solutions. And, um, and I'm really thankful for having you as an unpredictable, new, valiant, efficient, illuminating leaders on our show. And it was a huge pleasure, pleasure to have a chat with you. I'm extremely glad that uh, you were the one to be the first ever guest of Unveil. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Definitely. It was a lot of fun. And I was, I'm actually really happy that I have a platform where I could share my opinions and views. Because usually we come under that part of the population where our views, opinions are actually suppressed or either not bothered with. They feel like we don't know much, so we're not heard. And I'm really glad that you're doing something where a lot of people or people of our age group can actually come forward because they never know what we young minds have as our thoughts and as our feelings. Maybe it could be what the world really needs to change. So I'm thankful that you're really helping them. And I'm really thankful that I could help you as well for once. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I would like to end it by saying that Indian judiciary is one of the largest judicial systems in the world. But the issue of corruption lack of pen, lack of transparency pending cases cannot be avoided if we are able to find solutions against these issues we might see the indian judicial system as the best judicial system in the entire world and if we are to do that then the faith a common person has in the law would be restored before it's completely lost so that's it and a big thank you to all of you who have listened up to this point. I had a great time chatting with you, Tamanna. It was absolutely my pleasure to host you. And you were such a wonderful guest. And I was really happy in listening to your thoughts on this matter. And I hope that we'll be able to see many more such wonderful guests and leaders like you, Tamanna, in the future on our show. And please do follow my website at unwheelpodcast.wordpress.com. And if you have any ideas, you can send over voice messages in my website anchor.fm slash today 2835. I'll be posting that in the descriptions below. So go, please do go and check that and share it with your friends, colleagues and everyone you know, so that we can get these ideas around and we can grow as a community. So thank you for that. And it's your, it's your host Udaya Menon signing off. Bye-bye.